There's a lot of things that are on fire literally this time for once. Yeah, it's been another shit-tastic week in the United States of America. We're going to pull it back in the other direction. We are? Good. Things that are history repeating themselves in the way people think about less, which we teased last week, which is that people had a problem with masks in the 1918 pandemic as well. That was a weird flu for a lot of reasons. First, it should not be referred to as the Spanish flu because the only <laughs> reason people heard about it from Spain first is because um, as they tried to stay out of World War I, they were the only people with a free press because everywhere else was censoring it to not appear weak. It's kind of ironic because Spain ultimately ended up being a fascist regime for like a couple decades, I want to say. But at the time, they were basically the only ones not hiding mm -hmm. uh, the existence of this flu from themselves and everyone else. So they got to be like, it's it's funny. It's not like how the English called syphilis the French disease and the French called it the English mm -hmm. disease. It was just like everybody was like, they, they are the plague bearers. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Spanish. It's just the Spanish flu, but it was probably the American or maybe the British flu, actually. Yeah, and either way, it was regardless of where it started. It was definitely it was the everybody flu. Yeah, and more so because of World War One than just the state of like travel evolving to where it was. Like World War One made it faster because we were like exporting people to Europe as fast as we possibly could. And then they all mm. had to come back when they got, you know, the plague that we incubated on the way there to them. Back home here, some infamous blunders, which some people try to defend like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't exactly the same or they didn't have all the information. But there's also counterexamples of towns that um, by comparison overreacted mm. and then were not. Uh, you know, losing uh, double-digit percentages of their populations due to it. Yeah, it turns out it's not overreacting if it fucking works. Yeah. I wonder if that has any That's parallels to today. reacting. <laughs> I don't know. What about the economy, though? Yeah. And even even worse. So the there were a couple of parades. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They had freedom in the name of the parade. And, you know, this was before Armistice Day. It was just like, I don't know, we're bored. Let's do a parade because TV hasn't been invented yet. I don't know why people. I don't know. Like at Disney World, I kind of dig the parade, especially the cheesy boat parade. I love that thing. Okay. But like that is a production and has well, true. like themes the and, and stuff yeah. to it. Yeah, this is just... It's true that the local high school like marching band... This is just a particular street in Philadelphia for a day. And then everyone uh, goes home and dies of uh, this much more quickly moving influenza. And there were all the people that told Philadelphia not to do it. And all of the... Um, but we have to for morale. Because... <laughs> you know what's real bad for morale? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> dying, literal dying is bad for morale. People tend to get depressed when their loved ones are dropping like flies around them. Yeah. As we started to 
science our way through um, germ theory, which we did already know at the time. Eventually, it came to the point where uh, spitting in public started to be illegalized. Interesting, we needed a law for that. Yeah. <laughs> Hand I washing don't know. Uh, had to fight toxic masculinity, as it does now for some reason. <laughs> right? What the fuck, man? Wash your hands. It's not pussy shit. It's just normal cleanliness. And, of course, most of all, um, masks were starting to be recommended. Um, but San Francisco decided to require them. Um, and there were some people not happy about that. And that episode of history is rather minor because then um, everyone relaxed everything because all of the preventative measures to flatten the curves <laughs> worked. Mm. So a bunch of people got sick again. And then they put everything back in place, uh, perhaps tighter or perhaps it just felt tighter. And that's when people lost their shit. That's when, like, the anti-mask brigade was, like, a legitimate show of force. Not uh, like today where, you know, that's where people with guns are because the guns were busy overseas, but... Yeah. If you think of the curve, you know, as like a W, we're, like, about to decide if we want to make it a W or if we just want to, you know, stay flat. <laughs> Yeah, the models I was looking at earlier uh, were uh, there's there's pretty strong likelihood that uh, there's going to be a bounce, especially with um, man. You can tell that shit's real fucked up when people are going out in the streets and protesting in the midst of a global pandemic. Like that is the measure of how tired people are of of black people being murdered by the police, which you know valid. Yeah. What's really frustrating is that, so as science continues along studying uh, the novel coronavirus, we have more or less become at least more comfortable with saying what I said back in March, that the whole, like, transmission via objects is only something you could do like extremely deliberately it's not you know like something one has to particularly worry about unless like you know your carrier for your delivery <laughs> is sick coughs in the bag and then you rub it on your eyeball kind of thing <laughs> right if if he hocks a loogie onto <laughs> your you know uber eats order and and then you touch it and then like pick your nose like that'll do it it's a good time to work on your nose-picking habit, is what I'm saying. And it's frustrating to see people seeing stuff like that. As, see, it wasn't as bad as everyone thought. It's like, no, like, the data says it was awful, and we found out that it didn't even transmit that way. <laughs> and, like, was anyone really whining about, like, wearing gloves or, you know, not picking their eye? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, like, pe I don't know, America is... I don't know if this is just an American thing, but we can be so fucking weird about, like, being told what to do. Like, it's for your own good, dummies. Yeah. And it's not that big a deal. I know. It's like America, like, requires reverse psychology. Kind of. And, like, you could, 
you could see it in like the World War II uh, propaganda that, uh, you know, people were aware of it. You know, that you kind of had to lie to the people to get them to do the right thing. Why are we like this? <laughs> it can't be just us, right? I mean, I, I, I guess it must be the same pathology as the temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Yeah. I mean, over the weekend, like, the shit show kind of shifted to, like, act two of the shit show, which is, you know, racial violence by the police and, and protesting against it. So it's 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 actually kind of hard for me to shift gears. Like I'm so angry. There was a phone call um, that that was transcribed, and they read some, between the president and some governors, and they transcribed it and they read it on CNN. And I was like apoplectic, <laughs> just listening to that fucking asshole. And like basically, he's mad that not enough. American citizens are being shot in the streets uh, by the National Guard. He feels that there should definitely be a lot more shooting, uh, which he's tweeted. To be fair, this is a this is perfectly consistent. Um, but yeah, also coronavirus is still ongoing, and it's probably not awesome that people need and they do. There is a clear need to be out protesting the latest fucking incident of police brutality against black people. But like, this is gonna cause at least a little bounce. I mean, Oh, it is going it... to be enormous. I mean, it was bad enough when it was Memorial day and people were in fucking swimming pools and shit, but this is like even more people gathering. And so a lot of the protesters are wearing masks, but when you're kind of packed in there, I don't know. Right. So this is the reason why, um, like, my races have no intention of starting back up. Um, you know, they are just free to register for it. And then they just did, like, a Shopify page for, like, the participation medals. Oh, <laughs> It's like, let's, like we'll it. just be direct here. <laughs> just buy your fucking medal. Because, yeah. you know, they still designed, like, you know, things that had, like, dates worked into the design. <laughs> Sure. Uh, but anyway, the, the reason like races stopped being a thing is because the start of the race is a bunch of people all next to each other, even though they're outside. And even though, you know, they disperse, um, you know, immediately at some point, like that was the concern, like starting, just starting. Yeah, well, I mean, you get you pack a bunch of people together, they're going to be breathing even more than usual. Could they do like release one runner at a time. I mean, I guess I guess the whole point of a of a huge group of people race is like the finish line and seeing the competitors and blah blah all that bullshit. Well, not only that, but like know. that's it's it's effectively the virtual run at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would just be a more dangerous virtual run, so. Yeah. And as the anti-mask morons who have the mm -hmm. like perfect peak of cognitive dis uh, dissonance have pointed out <laughs> it's only the n95 that actually blocks like you know 95 percent of coronavirus particle and you know homemade masks are not that so that's just you know more of the danger also like i am sick of seeing the phrase six feet everywhere do you know what six feet is for six feet is for outside wearing a mask passing someone on a sidewalk that is what six feet is for 
if you are no, indoors, sure. it's like 12. <laughs> well, yeah. Ugh. Could you imagine if grocery stores, like, I haven't been to a grocery store in probably months now because um, I switched all my prescriptions to my, my pharmacy used to be in the grocery store, mm. but I switched to my insurance company's preferred mail pharmacy, which whatever, it's fine. Um, although there are certain drugs that you absolutely cannot get mailed to you. Apparently my husband has one of them. I, mine are all like, they're like, whatever, you can have as much of this fucking blood pressure medication as you want. Well, 90 days worth anyway. Yeah. They, they um, obviously won't mail my amphetamines. Yeah, no. Uh, but it, it was, I don't know. It sucks. It sucks so much. Um, even like wearing, so also I, I, <laughs> I got contact lenses cause I just can't deal with my mask fogging up my glasses and I could never get it to, and like my glasses falling down because the mask positioning was awkward. Um, so I got contact lenses for that purpose. And of course that order got screwed up. So I got them like a month later <laughs> instead of a week later, but it's okay. Cause I, I've successfully avoided, uh, the grocery store. Amazon, uh, fresh is getting easier and easier to get it in time slot. Yeah. Uh, and since you brought up, um, uh, contact lenses. That is definitely not something you want to wear to a protest because things like mace and tear gas kind of get under there. Do they? Because mm-hmm. um, like it was always my experience. So I'm like extremely sensitive to chemical sunscreens and uh, my left eye, because I only wear one lens because I only have the one correctable eye. Uh, it was my experience that usually, like, my left eye was okay a, a lot longer with my sweat running sunscreen into my eyes. But, um, of course, that's not exactly pepper spray. I, I was going to say, these are, like, uh, designed uh, designer irritants. It's I don't know. My favorite my favorite meme so far has been the cop, like, macing the cop behind yeah. him. Because <laughs> he didn't know which way the fucking spigot pointed, like... Our fucking peace officers at work. Yeah, with all their paramilitary gear that they have for reasons. Well, they got a great deal on it. No, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, although this, this this does lead to the thing that uh, is not big enough for its own topic, so we'll just shove it in here. Um, oh, good. The, the best... Um, or maybe not best, but a legitimate uh, defense to the uh, uh, biological weapons that police are abusing on citizens of the United States right now. Well, they're chemical weapons. They're not using, like, viruses. Yeah. Not, right. you uh, know, yeah. on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> chemical weapons, which, by the way, a little thing called the Geneva Convention, but whatever. It's not war. Uh Hmm. Ignore the National Guard. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) it's uh, uh, leaf blowers because, you know, these are uh, heavier than air gases that are being used to uh, harm on purpose. So you use a leaf blower to, um, you know, either just change their density or as uh, uh, cops assume because... I don't know, they have all the intelligence of an 11-year-old playing a video game where you hit a projectile with a sword and it bounces exactly back at the person who fired it. 
uh, <laughs> that it is to <laughs> blow the gas back towards the cops, which, I mean, in theory, in a closed environment, but we're outside and, like, physics never yeah. works how you expect because this isn't a cartoon. It's fluid dynamics, man. It's hard. Yeah, and which is even more ridiculous that um, people carrying leaf blowers were preemptively gassed and when asked why this order was given a reporter was told because they had leaf blowers loaded with bleach what the fuck how do you even do that for starters like how literally how they don't have a fucking liquid reservoir in a leaf blower. Well, there is for gasoline if it's a gas-powered one, but that doesn't actually, like, feed into the... Le How? How do you make... Show me the schematic, motherfucker. I would like to see it. Although I guess that journalist should be glad that they talked to him or her instead of just fucking shooting them in the face with a rubber bullet. Well, this was also, like, like a, a phone conversation back at the office. Oh, okay. Fair enough, then. That's probably the safest way to be a reporter right now, because they ain't making no distinctions. Yeah, maybe that'll start getting the mainstream media to, you know, report on uh, actuality. Uh, but anyway, that's another episode. Uh, mm. <laughs> I mean, I I guess it could be like a third generation telephone game here where they're thinking maybe you could blow like, you know, lie or something. But even then, that's like, you, then you need to carry around you know a, a big 20 pound bag of lye and <laughs> slowly and you're just it as likely uh, yeah you're exactly. just as likely to hurt yourself so you're unlikely to do something so stupid unlike the police who are just as likely to spray themselves or their partners in the face with mace uh but they're doing it anyway like generally speaking it's it's amazing like the police just it seems like a lot of them just aren't very bright and are kind of evil. Like, they seem really just disturbingly eager to shoot into a crowd. Now, their position is, well, it's only rubber bullets, which actually absolutely can kill you. I mean, you can be killed by blanks, which is nothing. Yes, but the term rubber bullet refers to something the size of a, like, 30-day prescription bottle of solid rubber that comes out of a shotgun. Yeah. That'll fuck you up, but good if it hits you right. I mean, you, it's not, it's, it's not, uh, even like hard to imagine how you might get killed by something like that. Yeah. Especially if they're shooting it directly at you. Apparently they're supposed to shoot at the ground and let it bounce, which is bad enough when they actually do that, but they're shooting directly at people. Now, granted, police are really terrible at aiming. Like there are statistics that they're, they're just shit, um, when when a bunch of police empty their clip, they hit as many like random dogs yeah. as the person they're actually ostensibly aiming at. But which is still great that fucking Joe Biden just said we should be training them to shoot for the leg. It's like, Jesus Christ, how out of no, touch can he be? Oh Jesus Christ! I'd managed to avoid hearing that. I really wish he had continued to keep his fucking mouth shut. All he needs to do, all he needs to do. Keep his mouth shut. That that was his poll bump. Like when like when people were saying, "Where is Joe Biden?" during like like March or whatever, where Trump just kept saying stupider and stupider things, and Biden just I mean didn't know how to use the internet. So his poll numbers <laughs> relative to Trump improved. <laughs> yeah, just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Shut up, Joe Biden. For fuck's sake, what we need to do is disarm the police. Just take away their guns. Take them all away. 
Yeah. Although there's still the footage of them just hitting people with baseball bats. Well, of course. Like, Jesus, you see, like, a line of police and they've all got beaten sticks. And it's mm-hmm. quite clear, like, what they're planning on doing. And it's like, what the fuck? How is that acceptable? This is like, like, you know, that famous thing, Tiananmen Square, the girl is the line of tanks. That's what we're doing. We're the baddies. Yeah. We're, we're not the little girl with the flower. We're the fucking tanks. Yeah. And always were yeah it's 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 pretty cool how how like I, I i gotta say like our our great our our chief strength as a nation is cognitive dissonance like i don't well maybe there are a few there okay there might be some places that can beat us at that but like it's <laughs> real close if so there is one strength uh that we've also always had and that is Good old-fashioned government-sponsored engineering. So I'd like to end with uh, <laughs> a, a little history of a, a little invention that has nothing to do with bleach dispersal, uh, and that is the super soaker, which turns out was invented by a NASA engineer who is black after work. Like, that's what he worked on, <laughs> you know, in his garage yeah. or whatever. I read about this. It's pretty <laughs> rad. Like... And and who who what you know eighties or nineties kid did not have their childhood embedded by the super soaker and we you know and the the quick fill thingy that was pretty great yeah and it's really telling if someone grew up around super soakers or not because if you grew up with super soakers it's kind of like a tennis racket like you buy one for yourself because like someone else has one. And it teaches you things like inevitable retaliation for whoever fires first um, and also skills of reconciliation because like, you know, water gun fights shouldn't dissolve friendships or make the neighbors move away. (laughs) (laughs) Although I am the guy who just got the hose. (laughs) Yeah, that the early 2000s were great when they came out with the CPS models because they were stronger than hoses. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, I was in college by then, so this was not applicable to me. Mm. No, I, I was I was peak teenager. It was great. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. And then the rich kid had the one with the backpack. Yeah, th- they weren't as useful. It turns out it was just easier to buy more and have refilling stations and more ready to go. Mm. But not that I'm giving <laughs> advice on how to use any of those. Should anyone be using them in the middle of the summer? Do kids still, I don't know how kids play now. Do they have super soakers? Yes. I don't know. I don't, I literally don't know any children. <laughs> I guess maybe I'll find out because the neighbors have children and they're home literally all the time now because everybody is. Yeah. Pools have never really been unpopular and other ways of getting each other wet. Do kids still run in the sprinklers? No, that might be extinct. Oh, yeah. We did that when I was little. <laughs> I guess that was before Super Soakers, though, so keep in mind I'm four years younger than you, older than you, whatever. I was alive four years before you, <laughs> so uh, I had I had non-Super uh, Soaker times. And you also didn't have younger siblings to get you wet. You, you missed out on all those important life lessons on uh, retaliation and reconciliation. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, see, the problem is that I come from a long line of bitter and angry people who hold grudges like it's a fucking Olympic sport. Uh, so maybe 
<laughs> this technology so that stays was never, far away from... <laughs> that was never really going to be a factor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you may think everything's okay, but I remember what you did. 